Hello, everybody. Hello. We're recording. We're slightly tipsy. What yeah, are you doing? I'm drinking bourbon. What are you drinking? Um, cherry cider. So we're making a start on our tipsy tales. We, we so who sent the suggestion? Rowan. Rowan. Thank you, Rowan. But we can't say inebriated enough after we've had drinks. So no, we can't go with inebriated folklore. It's too. Many Dif- words. Yeah, it's too many syllables. And syllables. Words. It's too many words. It's too many words. <laughs> the bourbon's stronger than the cider, but tomorrow I'm digging a garden bed, so I'm wussing out a little bit. And I don't know. I'm just, I can't speak at the best of times. So. And she can't say inebriated. Even when I'm sober? No, you could probably say it when you're okay. sober. All right. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Sorry. What we're doing is we are reading some stories. Yep. They are probably traditional folk tales, retellings, and we're going to read and interpret them ourselves. We are, and we will admit that this is actually our second recording because we realised that the last one we cut out after two minutes. So uh, we we were sad. It was pretty good. Yeah. So my story is from Nordic Tales. Folk tales from Norway, Sweden, Finland, Iceland, and Denmark. Illustrations by Ulla Thynell. It's a very, very pretty book. It's gorgeous. The illust- if you haven't seen this book, like, have a look online. It's gorgeous. It's got beautiful artwork. Ooh, there's little foxes. And the story I'm going to be reading to you today is about the forest bride. Now, it does have a subtitle, but I can't tell that to you because it gives away the entire story. Oh, yeah, it does too. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah. Oh, well. I'll tell you the subtitle at the end. Please do not be insulted if either of these tales comes from your tradition. We'll be inserting swear words and the like. And interpreting unkindly, possibly. We're reading these stories because we liked them. I love my story. I actually heard it first on feminist folklore. So, obviously, if it's on feminist folklore, it probably doesn't have a very good slant towards women. Just saying. Um, and if you do want to go hear the way they tell the story, which is much more beautiful, uh, you can find it on uh, any of your podcast places. They no longer make their podcast. Yeah. I think they might have written a book, which uh, I think I will look into because they said by whomever, which I can't remember, host of feminist folk tales, like host of that podcast, yeah. Cool. It, honestly, I love that podcast and it broke mm. my heart when they stopped making Mm-mm-mm-mm. it. I absolutely loved it. All right. Should I get started on my story? You may start your story. Okay. There once was a farmer who had three sons. One day when the one boys day. were – One day. <laughs> one day. One day. God, could I be any more Australian? <laughs> when the <laughs> – It was better than one doy, which doy. was the first – Take. <laughs> yeah. I thought you meant one boy. So I was no. like, one of them, which one? A day. One day, one doy. Okay, what did the boys um, do? One, one day when the boys were adults, he went to them and said, dudes, it's time you got married. I'm sick of you. Get out of here. No, he didn't say that. He should have. He should have. Cause, Three like, sons, geez. Still living at home. Yeah. In the olden times. I feel like that uh, probably was real. All right. <laughs> okay, and he it said, was real. He was real. And he said, Tomorrow I wish you to go out in search of brides. And the sons were like, We haven't even dated. How the hell are we going to find wives? And he was like, Well, I've thought about that. 
And I want each of you tomorrow, not today, because that would be too soon, to chop down a tree and whichever way the tree falls is the direction you will find your bride. Dad has great dating advice, let me just say. (laughs) Why the hell did they listen to Dad? You want brides? Go chop down a tree. (laughs) Sure. Good old Dad. He knows what he's talking about. I mean, that's a bit of witchcraft if I ever saw some. True, that is true. (laughs) All right, what happened? So the next day, the sons, they woke up and they were like, yes, I'm chopping down my tree. Now, the older son, who they haven't given a name to him. Steve, call him Steve. Steve, okay. The older son, Steve, he cut down his tree and it fell north and he was like, God damn, I know there's a hot farmer's daughter in that direction. And he was super happy and off he went. No, he didn't go quite straight away. He wasn't that good. He Why wanted not? to see what the other son, what the other oh, okay. brothers were up to because he was competitive. competitive. Yeah. The middle son, who also hasn't got a name, we'll call him Malcolm in the middle. Okay. How did Malcolm go? Malcolm, his tree fell south. And he was excited because there was a girl that he often danced with and he was like, oh, yeah, I would marry that girl. So, like, Moulin Rouge kind of dancing with the no knickers and stuff? I mean, it could have been. It's not specified here, but I would go for that. So, And this, this is in Finland, so if he walked to the Moulin Rouge, well, yeah, he walked on water and stuff. So, Malcolm in the middle is pretty special. I mean... And you know. we're saying, so Steve and Malcolm are sorted. They're sorted. They, they know, know what girls they're wanting and they're going to go for them. They have hot wives. They, they will have well, hot wives. they will. Okay. Yes. Well, they say yes, but I don't know if the wives get a choice in this story. Yeah. Yeah. And then the third son, the youngest son, who is named Vico, when he cut down his tree, it fell facing the forest. And the other brothers laughed. They were like, oh, Vico, you're going to marry a fox or a wolf. You'll have a wolf bride. And he was like, whatever, brothers. I'll find my wife because the tree fell that way and I know my bride is going to be in that direction. You changed that from the first time. I did. I was you a bit more prepared. <laughs> you weren't going to say fox bride like the first time. I said fox. You said fox. It came out fox. Okay, how many bourbons are I down? Not enough. Not yet. <laughs> well, that em- that bottle's a bit empty and you're the only one drinking that. I mean, it's a fifth empty. But that's the straight bourbon. You're going really well, mm. except you can't say inebriated anymore. Inebriated. Damn it. <laughs> I'm still good. All right. So the boys went off in the directions that their trees fell and Vico started walking through the forest. And he- at first he was like, we're cool. I'm going to find my bride. It's definitely going to happen. The tree fell that way. I'm good. And then after a while of walking, he was like, I haven't seen a single soul. I don't know what I'm going to do. And then he comes across a hut in the forest. And I guess he thought, beauty, there must be a bride in there. So he breaks in. He didn't even knock. He just opens the door and walks in. And he sees a little mouse sitting on the table grooming herself. And he's like, there's no one here. What was that noise again? <laughs> so he's part cat. I like this. I like <laughs> Actually, this here. is a terrible <laughs> idea. He can't be cat. He can't be a cat with a mouse? No. Yeah, okay. No. That, that it's bad enough be being a person and a mouse. Talk about bestiality. <laughs> well, this is where the story's going. <laughs> 
Vico sees the mouse and he's like, there's nobody here. What an asshole. He's mousist. He doesn't recognise another being when he sees it. And the mouse weirdly seems to know that his name is Vico. He's like, why Vico? I'm here. Which? Or he could have been, Vico is very unhappy now. What will Vico do? I mean, he could have talked about himself in the third person. person. Yeah, Mm. yeah, you're right. He could have. And he was like, being the asshole that he was, was like, you don't count. You're only a mouse. And she was like, of course I count. But tell me, what were you hoping to find? And he was like, a A fuck bride. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, essentially. Essentially an arranged marriage where you just agree to me. I was hoping to find a sweetheart. And the little mouse asked more questions and he talked about how his brothers were going to go find themselves sweethearts, but all he's found is a bloody mouse. Told you he's a mousist. <laughs> I mean, rude, don't you think? And she said, oh, now Vico, why don't you take me for a sweetheart? I'm a psychic mouse after all. I know your name. Mm. I listen to your story. I listen to you whine and waffle on. I talk I'm about practicing. whining. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, nah, you're only a mouse. Who's ever heard of a man with a mouse for it's a sweetheart? It's called bestiality. Or oh, a pet, like either or. You know, he could have a pet mouse. Yeah, maybe he's getting the term sweetheart and pet mixed up. Maybe, maybe. He controls and owns both in those days, so, you know. But the mouse was very convincing and explained with her sweet dainty mouse paws and her cute sparkling eyes. Oh, this is so cute. So cute. I mean, I'd be one over by that. Who am I I kidding? wouldn't want to marry it, though. No. Boy or girl. But I would take it home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd also hit my dad over the head with a pole because he's an idiot, but you know. And she sang him a pretty little song and it cheered him up so much that he agreed. He was like, okay, you can be okay. my sweetheart. Hasn't found out her name. Her name is just... Little mouse. She's totally a psychic mouse, though. She must be. A bit be. of witchcraft, knew his yeah. name, and then bewitched him with a song. I yeah. like this mouse. Me too. I'm into this mouse. So is Not Vico. that much. <laughs> yeah. Not that much. So he goes home, leaving the mouse where she is. Ah. I know. Well, you can't bring the bride home. That would make her look easy, I guess. Fair. And the brothers, they're going on about how amazing and beautiful their sweethearts are. The oldest, Steve. Being like, mine, because, you know, she's an object, mine has the rosiest, reddest cheeks you ever saw. She was drunk. I mean, I feel like I've got rosy cheeks right now. We know what this is about. And Malcolm in the middle was like, mine has long yellow hair. Well, we're doomed. My hair's not long and yours isn't yellow. (laughs) I'm pleased about this. (laughs) No, mine's starting to go white, so let's, let's not go there. And then, oh, we've now got some dogs. Here's, here's someone with yellow, well, white hair. Hello, beautiful. I think Vico would be into you. Just have to ask our listeners. They know we're foolish. Okay. I'm okay with this. <laughs> yeah. Before you start again, I'm going to go get more. Okay. Okay. I mean, you can move on. I could sing the song with the mouse. So where did I leave off? You were about to sing a song. No, that um, happened earlier. Damn. They all got home and there was boasting. That's right. About the fuckability of their wives. 
Creepily. Yeah, pretty okay. much. Everyone knows that's what hair and cheeks stand for. Oh, that's right. She had long yellow hair and we're not attractive to them, right? That's where we got up to. Mm. Vico said nothing. Nothing at all. Mousist. And Steve, he was like, what's the matter, Vico? Has your sweet out pretty pointed eye ears? Pretty pointed eyes? <laughs> pretty pointed ears. I want to see a chick <laughs> with pointed eyes. <laughs> or sharp white teeth. What? Um, no okay. way. Uh, that's what they asked. Okay. Yeah. You know, because they were having their little jokes about foxes and wolves. He's the fox, fuck bride. The fuck bride. <laughs> He's fox bride. You needn't laugh, Vico said. I found a sweetheart. She's a gentle, dainty little thing, gowned in velvet. That's a euphemism for fur. He's a furry. Sorry. That was a bit much. I'm sorry, Finland. I love you. (laughs) Don't come and stab me in the neck. And if you do, I know her address. (laughs) No, she doesn't. (laughs) Actually, I don't. I just know how to drive to your house. So the oldest brother, Steve, Steve, jealous, was like gowned in velvet because clearly velvet was very fancy. And he, Vico was like, yes, gowned in velvet like a princess. And when she sits up and sings to me, I'm perfectly happy. The brothers were both like, eh. Steve and Malcolm, it didn't go down well. No, they got jealous. They were like, why should he have such a grand sweetheart? Well, I mean, it, is, it is the fuck bride. At this stage, like, none of them have seen each other. It's just on his word. So, like, you know, how grand is she? Do they know? Do they know? We already know she's grand. She's way better than all these three boys put together. <sighs> anyway, let's not get into a feminist folklore story because that's not my story to tell. You can go listen to that later. (laughs) Well, said the old farmer after a few days. After a few days? A few days. Of what? What were they doing? I guess bragging about their sweetheart. Farming? I I would hope they were working, but, you know, probably Mm. weren't. And he was like, I would like to know what those sweethearts of yours are able to do. That sounds so wrong. I know. Have them each bake me a loaf of bread so that I can see whether they're good housewives. Okay, now, okay, so this is his ploy. Mm-hmm. He wants food. He wants someone to bake for him and he knows his sons are useless. Yeah. 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 I mean, if I had useless sons, I'd find someone to bake for me too. <sighs> well. Steve was like, oh, I know my wife will be able to bake bread. And off he went. Malcolm in the middle, he was like, so will mine. And Vico was like, oh, crap, mine is a mouse. What am I going to do? And they laughed at him and said, what about the princess? Can she actually bake? And he was like, she can bake the absolute best. Or she could hire someone to. I mean, she's a princess. I mean, she probably has, like, a whole chorus of people who can help her. And so he went off into the forest to to find his fuck bride. I mean, the mouse. Mouse bride. And to see whether he, Mm. whether she could break bread for him. And when she saw Vico, she danced with delight. She was so happy to see him. Have you ever seen the little mice like running around and getting really excited when you come over to their cage with food? They do dance around. They're so cute. Uh, Well, that's what she was doing. They also go. 
really uh, loudly, so, you know. Well, I guess that's what she did because she said, I'm so glad to see you. I knew you would come back. And she made a really ear-splitting noise of, of love and affection. And him being such a dickhead, <laughs> instead of being like, I'm so happy to see you too, he was all depressed and was like, Bake bread, bitch! This is what my dad has asked of you. And she was like, that's fine. I can handle that. I can bake bread. And Vico was surprised because clearly he didn't have much trust in his bride. And he was like, I've never heard of a mouse that could bake bread. You've never dated a mouse before. I mean, how many mice does he actually know? This Not is many. the question. And she rang a little small silver bell. So she did have servants. Uh-huh. Tinkle, tinkle, tinkle. <laughs> that sounds so wrong. That sounds like ping. Tinkle, tinkle, <laughs> it tinkle. Does. And instantly there was a sound of hurrying footsteps, tiny scratchy footsteps, and hundreds of mice came running into the hut. It was a mouse plague. And Ew. she said to And the, the dude, the father's going to eat the bread made by... I mean, until you've tried it, you don't really know what it's like. Mouse feces bread. <laughs> she said to all of the mice, please go find me the finest wheat. And off they went. And they brought back the finest wheat. And she set about baking the bread and she made the best bread in the land. You mean the other mice made the best bread in uh, the well, land? Well, they collected the wheat at least. I don't know who made it. It doesn't actually say. How did she mix it? I Apparently after that it was no trick for all for the princess to bake a beautiful loaf of wheat and bread. So, okay. Which? Which? So the next day... The three brothers presented their father with the loaves. So they stayed with the brides overnight. Ooh. Controversy. Also, ew. (laughs) Mouse pride. (laughs) I'm not getting over that very easily. I would hope that he was a loyal boyfriend that didn't do things that were inappropriate. And then the oldest one, Steve. Steve. Can't forget his name. We named him. We did name him. He's ours now. Yes. After he's claimed his bride, we've claimed him. Yeah. Okay. His bride made a loaf of rye bread. I don't like rye. Oh, it's rye bread's okay. Well, the farmer said, for hardworking people like us, rye bread is good. So you must be fancy. You're a princess, honey. I'm not eating the mouse bread. <laughs> Sorry. Malcolm in the middle presented his bread, and it was made of barley. And the dad said, barley bread is also good. I haven't tried barley bread. (laughs) I'm not eating the mouse bread, though. And then Vico presented his loaf of beautiful wheaten bread, and his father cried out, what? White bread, which we now scorn on, white bread, ah, Vico, now must have a sweetheart of wealth. Well, seeing as white bread now is mostly sugar and less wheat, this was an actual wheat loaf of bread. Mm. So I'm assuming it was quite fancy. It's possibly sourdough. Who knows? Mm, Sourdough. Of course, Steve sneered. Didn't he tell us she was a princess? Steve is jelly. Totally. And Vico, Vico said, she rings a little silver bell. And when her That sounded like we. (laughs) <laughs> tinkle, tinkle, tinkle. And when her servants come in, she tells them to bring her grains of the finest wheat because she has servants. 
Because that's... Told you she had servants. Not problematic at all. And, of course, Steve was so jelly. We don't like Steve. Steve is obviously not appreciative of his beautiful, hot farmer's daughter. She only has ruddy cheeks, so, you know, he didn't say she was pretty. No. And that's all he cares about, obviously. Well, that doesn't he? No, money. She's just a farmer's Exactly. Or a farmer's daughter. It was okay till he, someone else got something better. Well, this is the only thing I could say nice about the dad. Which, you could say something nice about the dad. There, there, he said. Don't grudge the boy his good luck. Each girl has baked the loaf she knows how to make, and each in her own way will probably make a good wife. Probably. 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 Well, he did tell them to go find wives by cutting down trees. <laughs> he was a fuckstick to start with. <laughs> we don't like the dad either. Um, but before you bring them home to meet me, I still have to test them further. Yeah, fuck the dad. Yeah, I know. Actually, don't because he'd like it. <laughs> God. I broke her. So. I'll keep trying. Don't he worry. He wants to check out their skill in housewifery. Housewifery. Let's go housewifery. It sounds better in this sentence because oh, he wants to use proper English. Well, there's midwifery. So housewifery sort of works. That makes sense to me. Yeah. And he said, I want to see a sample of their weaving. So now he's just trying to get new clothes. Wow. What a forward-thinking guy. Oh, no. And both Steve and Malcolm were like, finally I've got something over Vico. My wives can weave beautifully, our future wives. They're not married yet. Our sweethearts, I guess. And off they went. And Vico was like, ah, shit. Did he see all the servant nieces she had? He was like, I don't think mice can operate alone. He has no faith. He really has no faith in his wife. If you have no faith in your bride, you shouldn't be marrying them. I'm Especially just if you're into bestiality and you pick a mouse. <laughs> he was desperate. And then you're like, oh, she can't weave or bake. <laughs> He's a jerk. I mean, why would she want to marry him? She must need something out of him. That's all I'm going to say. I know what she needs out of him. <laughs> out of we knew it would go forest. there. <laughs> he did want to find his fuck bride, so yeah. <laughs> if only we recorded that properly. I'll still <sighs> bring it up though. It's fine. <laughs> so he goes back to the hut and the mouse is so happy to see him. Why? And she's like, oh, you're here at last. He must have been gone a while. He did stay overnight with her. Maybe that's what she got out of him. <laughs> Maybe. And she was so excited that she began to dance at the sight of him. And do that really... Loud pitch eking noise that I made earlier that I'm not doing again. <laughs> and Vico was like, are you really glad to see me, little mouse? Vico asked. Oh, so he has like. He actually has feelings for her, apparently. Maybe. Or he has like attention issues. Like he has he to know that she missed him even though he left. And she said, indeed I am. Am I not your sweetheart? I've been waiting for you and waiting and just wishing you would return. Does your father want something more this time, Vico? And he said, yes. Yes, he does. And it's something I'm afraid you can't give me, little mouse. And she was like, well, perhaps I can. How about you just tell me? This sounds so wrong. And he was like. I was rude in my head. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, it's a sample of your weaving. I don't (laughs) believe you can weave. A sample of what? (laughs) Your weaving. Say it again. Weaving. Okay. 
I don't believe you can weave. No, I don't believe you can weave. <laughs> I need a urine sample. We're going to test it. I don't believe you can weave because I don't believe in you, little mouse, and I really have no idea why you want to marry me. I've never heard of a mouse that could weave. And she's like, tut, tut. I would Actually, have been like, she swore at him and told I, him to fuck off. I would have been like, fuck you. <laughs> of course I can weave. I'm a medieval mouse from Finland. Of course tut, I can weave. Tut, tut. Of course I can weave. It would be a strange thing if Vico's sweetheart couldn't weave. And so she rang her little silver bell. Her wee bell. Her little wee bell. Tinkle, tinkle, tinkle. Does it actually yeah. say tinkle? It's yes, tinkle, tinkle, tinkle. tinkle. It is a wee bell. <laughs> and instantly there was the faint scratch, scratch of a hundred little feet. As mice came running from all directions and the sat up on their haunches waiting for their princess's orders. The servants. Each of you. Go get me a fibre of flax, the finest there is. And off they went, and they brought her back, and she spun and spun until she had created some linen. Here, Vico, she said, here in this little box is a sample of my weaving. I hope your father will like it. Here in this little box, that means it's like little scrap. He's going to be pissed. He wanted like a fine coat or something. Oh, well, Vico was actually feeling embarrassed. Ooh. He was sure that his sweetheart's weaving would shame his brothers because you should be ashamed of your brothers, to be honest, Vico. Your brothers are dicks. So he kept the little nut. Oh, it was in a nutshell. So it was like a tiny, it was a tiny okay. little nutshell with weaving in it. Yeah, Dad's going to be pissed off. Where's and the fine coat? And he put it into his pocket and off he went home. And <laughs> Steve. 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 He had a sample of... His future bride's weaving. Was that also in a nutshell? Uh, I don't believe it was in a nutshell, no. Mm. Um, and guess what it was? A coat. It was a square of coarse cotton. Ah. She can't weave that well, apparently. Mm. Well, it's not very fine, said the dad, but I guess good enough. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, dad. I, d- I don't think, I think, yeah. Why are they listening to their dad? You know what I would actually be really worried about right now? What? The mother in this situation. Where is she and what is she doing? She died from being overworked, I think. Probably. <laughs> or she just left in the night. <laughs> Never to return. Maybe she's a mouse under the mouse queen. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be a plot twist if the mouse turned out to be the mother? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Also incestuous and creepy. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that. As if a mouse isn't bad enough. Oh, it's actually I'm actually your mom. Well, you should see what Malcolm in the Middle's future wife made—a square of cotton and linen mixed. Ooh, because that's bad for some reason. A little better, the farmer said, nodding his head, and then he turned to Vico. and he was like, "Vico, has your sweetheart not given you a sample of her weaving?" And Vico handed his father the nutshell and his brothers burst out laughing. Ha, 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 they laughed. Vico's sweetheart gives him a nut when he asked for a sample of her weaving. She gave him a nut. The laughter died down when the farmer opened the nutshell and began shaking out a great web of the finest linen. Oh, so it wasn't tiny? Apparently not. It was magical. Fielded it? Folded it. <laughs> so we can say inebriated, and I can't even remember the other word, but not folded. We're great. We're doing well. All right. 
And he was like, Vico, my boy, however did your sweetheart get threads for so fine a web? And Vico added modestly, because apparently he doesn't believe in his wife, she rang a little silver bell. The wee bell. The wee bell. And ordered her <laughs> servants to bring her in fibres of finest flax. And they did. And she spun it. And this is what you see. And the farmer was so impressed. He was like, woohoo, your wife is awesome. And she might- my wife. Bring her home. <laughs> yeah, bring her home so I can marry her. And he was like, she might actually be a princess. Because, you know, wealth. Bestiality. <laughs> I don't know that yet. And then he said to them, well, I want to see them with my own eyes. <laughs> Suppose you bring them tomorrow. And Vico thought to himself, fuck. <laughs> Probably fuck. <laughs> she's a good little mouse and I'm very fond of her. But my brothers will certainly laugh when they find out she's only a mouse. I mean, she has done all these things for him and he is still worried about what his brothers think. Like, seriously, little mouse, you deserve he's, better than Vico. He's such a mousist. Don't go there. Find his mum and live with her instead. And he was like, I don't care if they do laugh. Thank God Vico grew a spine. She's been and good some little balls. sweetheart to me. Jeez. And I'm not going to be ashamed of her, finally. It Vico. only took her all of this effort. I mean, there's a moral to this story. I guess he's only known her, like, what, a few days, a week, two weeks? But they're going to get married. They are. He has to believe in her. All right. So she went to the little hut and she told – and he – I'm getting my pronouns all mixed up. He told the little mouse that his father wanted to meet her. Did the, the father want to meet the other brides? Did he say the other brides as well? I think it was all the sweethearts, yes. Okay. And the little mouse was greatly excited and she's like, I must go in proper style because she's a diva mouse. I like this mouse. I do too. I still wouldn't want to marry her though. But I would be her friend. Oh, yeah, totally. I'd be down with the hoe. She'd be one <laughs> of my hoes. You'd be one of my holes. She rang her little silver bell. The wee bell. No tinkles this time. Ah, so not a wee bell. And ordered her coach and five. The coach, when it turned up, was an empty nutshell. Oh, and the five prancing steeds that were drawing it were five black mice. That's racist. Yeah, and also when they became people, they would have to pull the carriage. That's creepy. You're making some assumptions here about what's happening this with this is, little mouse. Well, she's a princess. She can't stay a mouse. Or it would be ex- excessively rude story. Maybe I'll change the ending. Go for it. Do it. <laughs> I, wanted, I want the mouse to become his mother. Oh, my God. Yeah, plot twist. The little mouse seated herself in the couch with a couchman mouse on the box in front of her and a footman mouse on the box behind her. A couch. See yourself on the couch and the couchman mouse. I'm so confused. Oh, that was meant to be coach. Okay. <laughs> the coach came <laughs> turned out to be an empty nutshell and five prancing steeds that were drawing it were five black mice. That's still really wrong. The in little brain. mouse seated herself in the coach with a coachman mouse mm. on the box in front of her and a footman mouse on the box behind her. Oh, how my brothers will laugh, thought Vico. Jesus, Vico, you're such a fucking. Prick. She has a coach and she's a mouse. She has done all this stuff for you, Vico, and you agreed to it, so shut your fucking hole. I don't like Vico very much. The mouse can do better. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> but sh- he didn't laugh because apparently he is- wasn't quite that much of an asshole. Jeez. Apparently. 
And he walked beside the coach and told the little mouse not to be frightened, that he would take good care of her. His father, he Why told didn't he her, just carry them? I mean, that probably would be quicker. My God! <laughs> what a lazy dick! His father, he told her, was a gentle old man and would be kind to her. No, he wouldn't. He wants her to bake bread and make him clothes. I feel like he's got some high hopes for his <laughs> for his son's wives. When they left the forest, they came to a richer richer. <laughs> they came to a river, which was spanned by a footbridge. Just as Vico and the nutshell coach had reached the middle of the bridge, a man met them coming from the opposite direction. Mercy me! The man exclaimed as he caught sight of the strange little coach. That was rolling alongside Vico. What's that? A nut, said Vico, with some mice around it. Leave that's, me alone. That's my nut. <laughs> <laughs> that's my nut. Look how shiny it is. He down and looked at the and looked, and then with a loud laugh, he put out his foot and pushed the coach, the little mouse, his servants, and her five prancing steeds all off the bridge and into the water below. Did Vico take him and push him off the bridge? I hope so. What have you done? What have you done? Vico cried. angry. You've drowned my poor little sweetheart. The man thinking Vico was crazy, fair enough, hurried away. Although that man was a dick. He was. Even if it was just a mouse and not a princess psychic mouse. Exactly. And Vico, with tears in his eyes, looked down. I'm glad he was sad. Into the rib, into the it water. It took him long enough. He better be sad. <laughs> You poor little mouse, he said. How sorry I am that you drowned. You were a faithful, loving sweetheart, and now you are gone. I know how much I loved you. He loved her. Sort of. And as he spoke, he saw a beautiful coach of gold drawn by five glossy horses go up the far bank of the river. So why were the black mice horses? That's weird. Do not know. Racist. Mm. Mm. I don't like that. Coachman in gold lace held the reins, and a footman in pointed cap sat up stiffly behind. Well, that's a big sentence when you're a bit inebriated. You can still say inebriated. <laughs> Damn. The most beautiful girl in the world was seated in the coach. Did she have red hair? Skin was as red as a berry. Ooh, sunburn. And as white as a snow. What? Apparently, she had red cheeks. I'm guessing. And okay. White. She was snow white. Her long golden. Oh. Hair gleamed with jewels. It's Finland. They all had golden hair. Yeah, okay, fair enough. And she was dressed in pearly velvet. She beckoned to Vico, and when he came close, she said, Won't you come sit beside me? 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 Vico stammered, too dazed to think. The beautiful creature smiled. You were not ashamed to have me for a sweetheart when I was a mouse. I would disagree, little mouse. He was very ashamed of you. She said, And surely now that I'm a princess again, you won't desert me. I don't like Vico. I think Vico's a dick. A mouse, Vico gasped. Were you the little mouse? And the princess nodded. Yes, I had the wee bell. <laughs> I was the little that mouse. That should have been the evidence. You should have pulled it out. It was like, dingle, 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 dingle. dingle. Yes, I was a little mouse under an evil enchantment, which could never have been broken if you had not taught me. For us, had not taught me. Oh, God, that's mm, a bit No, no, no. We're going weird places step, now. Step, step back. Yes, I was the little mouse under an evil enchantment which could have never been broken if you had not taken me for a sweetheart and if 
another human being had not drowned me. Apparently, they were the terms and conditions. She had to have a sweetheart and had to be drowned. So she did die. I'm guessing. Okay. Now the enchantment is broken forever, so come. We will go to your father, and after he has given us his blessing, we will get married. And we will tell him to go fuck himself and leave. I think this is what the next line means. And go home to my kingdom. Yeah. Fuck off, bitch. I am making new clothes and baking new bread. And that's exactly what they did. They drove at once to the farmer's house. And told him, fuck off and die, and left <laughs> and rode off into the sunset, pushing Vico out on the way. <laughs> That's how the story should end. And Vico's father and his brothers and his brother's sweetheart saw the princess's coach stopping at their gate and they all came out bowing and scraping to see what such grand folk could want of them. Father, Vico cried, don't you know me? The farmer stopped bowing long enough to look up. Why, bless my soul, he cried, it's our Vico. Yes, father, I'm Vico and this is the princess that I'm going to marry. A princess, did you say, Vico? Mercy me, when did my boy find a princess? I mean, they kind of have been alluding to that the whole way through this story. Out in the forest where my tree pointed, Vico said. Well, 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 where your tree pointed. I've always heard that was a good way to find a bride. It's a terrible way to find a bride. (laughs) The other brothers shook their head gloomily and muttered, Just our luck, if only our trees had pointed to the forest. And then their two brides said, Fuck you, and left. Well, they should after this next line. Let me just take a breath because this is You need to steal yourself for it. I do. If only our trees had pointed to the forest, we too should have found princesses. (laughs) Inebriated. Instead of plain country wenches. (gasps) Wenches. And the house mysteriously burned down the next day with all three men inside. And those fucking country wenches took their fists and punched their future husbands in the nose. No, they did not. What? Don't build it up like that and disappoint <laughs> But they were wrong. It wasn't because his tree pointed to the forest that Vico got the princess. It was because he was so simple and good. He was so simple. simple. So, so <laughs> stupid and good. That he was kind even to a little mouse. Mousest. I don't like this story. Well, after they had got the farmer's blessing, they rode home to the princess's kingdom and were married. And they were happy as they should have been, for they were good and true to each other, and they loved each other dearly. What a disappointing ending. The end. I mean, country wenches. Country wenches. And that's actually what was said. I mean, this whole family is fucked in the head, can I just say. What happened to the mother? I'm pretty certain she died of overwork. She was worked exhaustion. Or maybe she just died of a broken heart after having three such stupid sons. How did I raise such ungrateful children? Oh, wait. I've just met their father. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that story, hey? No wonder they did it on the Feminist Witch podcast. I mean, it was really good. And they tell it so much better. And they tell the story and then they discuss the problematic aspects of the story. But really, like all of – we have watched Disney fairy tales. We know how problematic these are. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, maybe maybe he was really simple. That means stupid. (laughs) He was a kind – soul that wasn't embarrassed by a mouse apparently which i don't know right he was until the end the story kind of alluded to it he just didn't let the mouse know that he was embarrassed (sighs) i don't like that story (laughs) i love that the curse was so specific you have to find a human sweetheart and then be drowned by another human and then you'll you'll be 
broken of your curse. Okay. So you have to die. Essentially. But not actually die? Yeah. I don't understand. So don't leave your hut. I don't know. I don't know. Moral of the story. Don't be a mouse or a chick. (laughs) Yeah, you don't want to be a female in this story. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it. At the end. No, I mean, like, the moral of the story overall is actually pretty good. Like, the whole, you know, be kind to all creatures because. That is a good moral. Yeah. Because they could be princesses. Yeah. But only if you're a dude. Yeah. I mean, only be kind to creatures because there might be something in it for you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that story. I, I like it to a point. I think yeah, I do, I do like it to a yeah, point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like it because it's kind of sweet. Yeah. But just not the way it's told. Yeah. 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 It's very much of the time. Yeah. Yeah, like a lot of these stories. True. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening to our inebriated folk tales or... I don't, rem- I don't remember. Gypsy tales. Gypsy tales, okay. <laughs> I've had much more to drink. Well, no, not really. Have you really? Maybe the same. I'm going to make another drink, but yes. All right, let's record the next story. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.